Welcome to the Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. So this episode is all about dual degrees. On this episode of the podcast, we catch up with two dual degree students, Jeff Hansen, an MBA MSDS student here at the Darden School of Business, as well as Lindsay Burke, an MBA Master's of Education student. We're also joined by my admissions colleague, Marah Frazier, Senior Associate Director for Global Recruitment. She also works closely with our dual degree candidates. If you're thinking about doing any of Darden's dual degrees, this episode is a must listen. So without further ado, here is my interview with Jeff Hansen, Lindsay Burke, and Marah Frazier. Marah, Lindsay, Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having us. Well, it's great to have all of you here. Um, we were talking in the sort of the meeting prep right before this. I don't think we've done a podcast expressly focused on dual degree offerings here at Darden. We have talked with dual degree candidates as part of the interviews that done on Experience Darden, but it's an exciting day for the podcast. We go where the podcast has not really gone before. So thank you for being part of podcast history. Yeah, thank you. All right, well, let's get uh, you all introduced and, and then we'll kind of go from there. Marab, I'll come to you first. My admissions colleague, Marab Frazier. Hi, everybody. My name is Marab Frazier. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I've been with Darden now for a little over two years. Um, I have been working with our dual degree candidates. I also work with our Future Year Scholars Program and our global candidates as well. Um, And I'm really excited to be here. Thank you, Marab. I'll I'll go from left to right across the radio dial, also Zoom screen here. Uh, Lindsay. Yeah, hi, so I'm Lindsay Burke um, and I'm a second year um, at Darden in the MBA dual degree with the Masters of Education program. All right. And last but not least, Jeff. Hey, everybody. Uh, Jeff Hansen, also second year, uh, doing the dual degree in uh, data science. All right. So we're, we're talking to some people here with very full plates, uh, dual degree candidates, as well as my, my colleague, Marav, do a lot of things um, here. And, and you know, one of the things that I want to do before we go much further is just check in and see how everything's going. Jeff, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to you. I mean, so school is, is underway. Uh, we resume normal operations at the University of Virginia. Uh, it's fall, but still very much in the in the midst of a pandemic. So, uh, how is everything? It's uh, it's great. the uh, The energy this year has been phenomenal. Uh, coming back off of pretty heavy COVID year, you can tell the the classmates are, are pretty pumped up and excited, and that kind of bleeds into the classroom, which has been phenomenal. All right, Lindsay, how are you doing? Yeah, doing really great. It's so awesome to be back in the classroom, see Darden somewhat full again. Um, yeah, it's been a great experience. So we're just wrapping up Q1. It's gone so quickly. Can't believe it. That's right. I think you may be in exams right now. Is that, is that right? Almost. One more week. Okay. Sorry to get ahead. Hopefully they didn't cause anybody <laughs> on this podcast stress. So, <laughs> And Marav, how are you doing? Doing really well. I had the opportunity to join uh, some students on Saturday night for some Garba dancing, and that was a ton of fun. I, I really think that there's this renewed sense of like energy and enthusiasm now that we're all back in person. So uh, it's great to kick off October and the fall weather um, here in Charlottesville. All right. I have to ask, as, as someone who's less familiar with the dances uh, of the world, what, what, is, what is that kind of dancing? Yeah, it's, it's from India. 
Um, and I, I don't know exactly how to describe it, but you know, kind of like circle dancing, everyone kind of performs the same movements. They also at one point gave us sticks. I don't remember exactly what they're called, so forgive me. Um, but you basically, you know, tap them together or tap them with partners and kind of go around in a circle and you get a rhythm going. And it, it was a lot of fun. We had, we had a great time. Actually hung out with some dual degrees too. So it was kind of cool. <laughs> wow. Just a, just typical Saturday night. Just a typical Saturday <laughs> night at Garden, you know, <laughs> dancing around the Flagler Court. Well, I'm also struck, uh, our listeners can't hear this, but I can certainly see it here on Zoom. There's a lot of globalness going on right now, Marav, because you have your, your pronouns, uh, I think, in at least four languages here. Yes, I have them English, Spanish, um, Chinese, and Hebrew, actually. So uh, I've recently taken on a more global role um, as a Senior Associate Director for Global Recruitment. And so I've, I've changed my pronouns to be, more, uh, to be more global, I guess, on Zoom. All right. Well, glad to hear everybody here is, is doing well. Uh, Lindsay, I'm going to come to you uh, with this first question. Um, tell us a little bit more about your pre-Darden background. Um, what did you do before coming to Darden? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm originally from Michigan. Um, and so I did my undergrad at the University of Michigan, where I studied voice performance. Um, so think like opera and singing and really loved that. That was always a passion of mine, but I soon realized that um, I didn't see myself doing a career in performance. Um, and so ended up adding on K through 12 teaching certification to my degree. And I taught in the public schools in Ann Arbor, Michigan um, for a few years teaching elementary vocal music. I have to stick with the, with the opera stuff for just a, just a second. Um, do you still sing? Do you still perform? I do as much as I can. Um, I do some weddings for families and friends every now and then. Um, and I run, I'm the music director of the Cold Call Chorus, a club here at Darden, which has been fun to bring that back after a year of being virtual. So get to, get to fit it in every now and then, which is great. We probably talk about music you know, I would say 15% of the time on this podcast, which tells you a little bit about your podcast host. Um, do you have any favorite singers? Anybody that, I mean, I'm less familiar with opera singers. It could be anybody though. Uh, anybody that's been an inspiration for you? Oh, wow. Um, I really love Jamie Barton, who's a fabulous um, mezzo-soprano, who's um, just done great things and I think reinvigorating um, opera right now. All right. Um, so I will say we are officially off the scripted questions for our <laughs> listeners in case you're wondering, <laughs> it's a little bit of a digression. So thank you for indulging uh, that question, Lindsay, or I should say that series of questions. Jeff, I'm going to come to you next. Um, tell us a little bit about your pre-Darden background. Yeah, I uh, grew up all over the East Coast. Uh, my family is from the Northeast mostly. Uh, now they live in North Carolina. They've retired down South to cleaner weather. Uh, I went to West Point, got a degree in system engineering, uh, hopped out of that as an Army aviator, uh, flew Apaches for the first part of my career in the Army uh, out of Campbell, uh, and then I went over to Bragg, where I continued to fly Apaches, but took on a, more of a leadership role in uh, their armed drone program before coming to Darden. All right. Well, well thank you for your service. Um, so you spent, you spent time in, I guess, West Point in New York, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Did you also... Did you deploy at all? Did you, you spend time overseas? I did. So I did uh, one iteration as an Apache pilot in Afghanistan, and then I took the drone company that I commanded at the end of my career uh, to Iraq and, and Syria, which is All right. Great all right. Certain, 
certainly some places that have been in in the news quite a, quite a bit lately. Um, well, thank you, uh, thank you for sharing your background. And, and Marab, I'm going to come to you. Tell us, um, tell us a little bit more about your story. Yeah. So my background is also global. I was born in Israel. I moved to the United States with my family when I was about six years old. I didn't speak a word of English, so started first grade uh, knowing how to basically say yes and no. Um, but I, yeah, I grew up a little in California and then mostly in South Florida, went to the University of South Florida in Tampa, go both, for both of my degrees, that uh, one in political science or foreign affairs and political science. And then I started working with global students during my time there. Um, I got involved as an intern in our International Student Scholar Services Office. And then I got involved with international admission. Um, I worked a two-week internship at the Education USA in Israel and really got a passion for bringing over global students and helping them through that process. So when I got here to Charlottesville, because this is where my now husband and fiance got a job, um, I immediately went into admission work. I started off in undergrad admission, was there for over 10 years. A good chunk of that time was spent working with global students, primarily from South, Southeast Asia and the Oceanic region. And then I came over to Darden where I get to do the same thing, just with a different population. All right, Marab, I'm gonna stick with you for this next question. So kind of go around the horn here. Uh, what led you to Darden? Obviously, in 10 years uh, working with undergraduate students and now uh, working with graduate business students. What, what led you to make this choice? Yeah, I, I mean, I always heard nothing but great things about Darden and that strong sense of community. So when I saw an opening, I thought it was a really great way to kind of broaden my management portfolio uh, and resume and learn how to work with students that are different backgrounds, students who have work experiences coming in with partners and families and just a little bit more of a mature audience than a high school student, a 17, 18 year old. Um, and it's been wonderful. I've gotten to know students um, on a very personal level, considering that we interview candidates and meet with them uh, fairly regularly throughout this process. Uh, in undergrad, you know, you get over 50,000 applications. It's hard to really make connections and get to know students and once they're in, they're in. They don't really come back to you unless they're specifically working for the admissions office. Um, but I found that here at Darden, you form those connections and you're still hanging out with them and, you know, dancing with them on the lawn on Saturday night. So it, it's been a really great transition. Yeah, coming from a law school background, I was so fascinated by the opportunity to interview everyone. Um, when I was working in law school admissions, uh, there were a couple schools kind of dipping a toe in the water of interviews and people were like, I don't understand how you can do that. There's too many applicants, all this kind of stuff. And what a luxury it is to get to spend 30, 35 minutes uh, with someone who's being considered for an offer of admission, just to kind of have that personal touch point. And of course, you mentioned all the recruiting touch points too, conversations, coffee chats, you know, events. We do these workshops now, which are smaller and interactive. So you get a lot of opportunity to get to get to know people. So um, it's been one of the luxuries, I would say, of, of the work that we do. So um yeah. So Lindsay, tell us. Oh yeah. I say I also get to host dual degree conversations, so more one-on-one -on -one conversations with the students who are interested in pursuing uh, dual degree opportunities at Darden. Absolutely. So our listeners, if, if you know, we're going to move into the dual degree conversation soon, so stay tuned. Um, but if you're curious, learn a little bit more. Uh, quick advertisement, PSA for uh, mm -hmm. for those of you who are interested in connecting one-on-one -on -one with Mariah. Uh, Lindsay, tell us a little bit more about about your why Darden story. Yeah, so um, I think my why Darden definitely um, also aligns with the dual degree program. So coming from a background that was so different from business, I 
was really interested in finding a program where I was going to be able to keep growing passion and interest in education. And so Darden definitely accomplished that with their dual degree program. Um, I would say also plus that it was, um, you know, able to accomplish that still within the two year mark um, was definitely a plus. Um, but beyond that, I, you know, when visiting schools started just really, um, that's when it clicked. It's just such a wonderful place. Everyone I met, it's been so helpful, um, you know, just really a collaborative environment. Um, and I think that's what did it for me. All right, Jeff, uh, coming to you, same question. Why Darden? Yeah, so you know, at the time I was picking business schools, I didn't really have dual degree on the horizon. Uh, so that wasn't really part of my nucleus. Uh, but the way I kind of looked at it is I looked at it a couple you know, apertures, maybe a data science approach to, to the problem. Uh, but the first you know, you know, screening criteria was what it would get me into a job that I wanted to do. I wanted to be a consultant. So I, I looked at all the, you know, the companies that recruit it, you know, where they recruit it, uh, and then kind of used that as first screening criteria. And then you know, inside that, uh, I looked at you know, once I started doing more research, I realized how much I love the, the case method, the collaborative nature uh, of a, you know, a handful of schools. So that brought the amateur down a little bit. And, you know, Darden was you know, among those that were, you know, phenomenal case method, great academic experience, very team oriented. Uh, and then I think that what finally ended up with Darden specifically is I came here to interview and I came here with my wife uh, and we, you know, wandered around campus. We went to a vineyard afterwards and I don't think I could have gone anywhere else. At that point, my wife was, was pretty thrilled about uh, everything she saw in the experience and, and the people that we met throughout that process. So that's, that's how I ended up here. Yeah, there are not too many business schools in the country where you can say, I visited campus and then went to, to a vineyard afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's a great experience. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Jeff, I'm going to stay with you for this, this next question. And um, before we talk about sort of why you, know, you thought about a dual degree, I want to talk about coming to Darden, being a brand new new student, a sort of adjustment. Um, obviously, with the particular dual degree that you're doing, you actually start classes during the summer, uh, if, if memory serves. Um, so what was it like uh, being, a, being back in school and navigating a new environment and maybe some, some subject matter that was maybe less familiar to you? Yeah, no, I, I think that's one of the great things about my particular dual degree, the data science program, was the fact that you get to start early. Uh, and the great thing is you get to start there's eight of us in the program, so in the dual degree program, so we kind of found each other really early. Uh, and we call ourselves the original learning team because uh, we, we got together, we studied together, and we, we built that cohort in a very small environment, uh, which helped us get through you know, the academic experience. It got me up to speed again. It had been eight years since I'd been in the classroom, uh, so it gave me some, some reps uh, at doing tests and all those things that you got to do uh, when you go back to school. Uh, yeah, and then really help build that community before, you know, hitting the floodgates, which is Darden and all the great things that come when, when that program starts. Yeah, people forget, um, you know, I think there's a lot of focus on subject matter, you know, accounting, finance, these kinds of things. But um, people forget that, like, just being back in school is its own learning curve. Like, you're going to have homework and that homework's not going to relate to your job. <laughs> like, it's different kind of, you can't just do a PowerPoint presentation as a deliverable. There's a there's a test, you know, at the end of a class and, and that takes uh, some adjustment. Yeah, absolutely. And having, having a group of people to do it with was, was great to, to adjust with. Well, Lindsay, same question for you. Um, our listeners, you know, hearing your story, opera, singer, uh, 
taught in taught music education in, in school and now coming to uh, MBA program, middle degree program, masters of education. Um, what were the adjustments for you, learning curves for you as a, as a new student? Yeah, so similar to Jeff, we um, started classes before um, Darden as well. So we got to do three courses over the summer. And so in the School of Education, they um, are kind of known for their virtual style and some of their asynchronous classes. So that's how the dual decree program historically has been. So as far as that learning curve, it was so nice to um, kind of ease into that virtual learning um, before doing that at Darden. So being able to experience really well thought out asynchronous courses that the School of Education has um, and get used to doing group projects on Zoom and all of that. Um, but just like Jeff, I would say as well, getting to know that cohort before um, coming to Charlottesville was just so wonderful to then be have some for have some familiar faces on campus. Um, yeah, as you make that big adjustment back back into the classroom. Yeah, I would expect an education program that the, the coursework, uh, the instructional style, like it would be stronger than your average graduate program, just given that it is a master's of education, that this is what the program is about. So not surprised to hear that they were well thought out asynchronous courses. Um, so uh, did you always know that you wanted to do a dual degree? Um, is it something that you, you kind of set out on this path, Lindsay? knowing, yes, I absolutely want to do an MBA, master's of education, or was it something that kind of came to you as you progressed? Definitely a progression. Um, you know, I, I loved teaching and just realized that, you know, definitely wanted to pivot and wanted to challenge myself in a different way. And so as I started looking at, you know, into different grad school programs, landed on that MBA, it was I, I kind of made that decision and realized that there were some other opportunities out there with the dual degree to still, um, you know, not totally make that huge pivot all at once. Um, so was able to decide on the MBA and then find some, you know, this dual degree program that allowed me to still focus on that passion of education. And what's really great about this program is that it really interweaves. So, you know, um, they do a great job of focusing the education program on innovation. So a lot of what we're learning at Darden, a lot of what we're learning um, at the School of Education really um, complement each other well. Yeah, you mentioned this, uh, how it helped you adjust. Uh, do you feel like you're able to kind of, through the experience, it sounds like there's a lot of intentionality uh, through it. Do you feel like your experiences uh, with the education program, your experiences with the MBA program, are they helping you kind of figure out what you want to do, where you'd like to go? sparking new passions for you? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So like Jeff, I'm going into consulting, um, but at a firm that has a um, large and growing education sector um, practice. And so it's been a great opportunity to really be able to cement myself in learning something new with this MBA learning that business knowledge, um, but thinking of how I can apply that to the education world and, you know, still right now, even um, be able to work on projects in education. And then as I look, you know, down the road, um, how I'm going to be able to really shape my career um, to something that's going to hopefully have impact in that space um, long-term. All right, Jeff, coming to you, uh, similar line of questioning. Admit, admittedly, when you're describing your approach to the decision of thinking about programs, it sounds like there was real kind of intentionality and, and maybe a dual degree uh, was an early thought for you. But I'm curious about how you got interested in, uh, in 
thinking about you know, pursuing a dual degree rather than just doing an MBA or data science program? Yeah, so I mean, when I started the journey, I very much wanted the, the MBA. That was my first goal. Uh, but once I was, I got into Darden early action, so I had a lot of time post admissions to kind of think about how I was going to shape myself, what my brand was going to look like as I started, you know, recruiting and going through the process and what I would bring to a consulting team. Uh, and so that's that's where I thought, you know, the, the dual degree program and, and some of the great conversations I had with people that were in the dual degree while I was going through that, that shaping process uh, helped me define that, hey, maybe it'd be cool to have one more little tool in the, the tool bag that, that sets me apart. And when I jump in a team, like I could be the guy that handles all the data or, you know, and so that's, that's an uh, archetype that I thought was really exciting. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of what drew me towards becoming a dual degree. Well, it does feel like data is one of those things that people, it keeps coming up. Like, you know, everybody's talking about data, how we're using data, you know, how it's informing our, our business processes. It's a, maybe an easier thing to talk about than to actually execute upon. <laughs> Perhaps there's just a lot of information out there. It does feel like a, a very timely and relevant skill set. That's, that's my gamble. That's my career gamble. <laughs> and, and similar to what Lindsay mentioned, uh, the dual degree that you're in, it's uh, two, two programs, two degrees within essentially two years, right? That's correct. Yeah, with the, the extra summer ahead of time. So, All right. Marav, we've heard Lindsay and Jeff's story. I know you talk with a lot of, a lot of prospective students who are kind of thinking about you know, pursuing a dual degree, kind of weighing uh, the options. What do, what do you highlight for people as they kind of think through, is a dual degree right for me? Does it make sense? Yeah, I, I think it's, it goes back to what Jeff was saying. Think about your goals. You know, what are some of your short-term goals and what are the different paths to get there? What type of skills are you still lacking or, you know, where are the gaps in your knowledge that you think having not only the MBA, but this additional degree could help with? Uh, you know, counseling students on which dual degree, I think it's about self-reflection. You're really thinking through which one is going to best help to increase your skill set and your knowledge base, uh, what areas you would like to, to focus in on, and how much time commitment as well you want to give to it. You know, Lindsay and Jeff are both in programs that are essentially two years, two degrees, but some of the other programs take a little bit longer, about three to four years, uh, depending on the program. So thinking about how much time and also financial resources you want to dedicate to completing this. Um, if you already have a background in the industry, do you need another master's degree in it or is the MBA enough? Um, so helping them kind of think through that process and really encouraging them to do that self-reflection before they apply. All right. I do want to stay with this time question because um, Jeff, Lindsay, I, I'm struck by the fact that as Marav noted, as you noted, uh, you're doing two degrees in, in two years. What, what do your schedules look like, Jeff? Um, is it been manageable? Have there been really heavy times? I am mean, curious what your schedule has looked like from a time standpoint. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely signed up to do more. I mean, it, to be frank, it is a, it's a bigger time commitment. Uh, the way I like to define it is, you know, there's, there's three phases to it. That summer beforehand, then you've got your first year, and then you got your second year. So that summer beforehand, you're learning a lot of the technical skills, and, and it's a protected time for you to get good at coding, R, Python, all those things that will make you successful in the program. And it's great because it's its own its own animal, and you're you're with the you know, just data science, and you're focused, uh, which is a great ramp up. And then your your first year is a little more qualitative. They kind of back up a little bit on the data science, and you focus more on Darden. Core is such an important part of the Darden process, and, and the degree recognizes that. That being said, uh, you 
you still have to take one one class per semester. Uh, and I equate that to about 10 hours of work a week. So probably about two hours focusing class sometime Monday to Friday. Uh, and we can get into what that cycle looks like Monday to Friday, but it's very darn the cycle. Uh, and the way I approached you know, that eight hour workload is I'd just wake up Saturday morning and Saturday morning would be my data science. Uh, so it very much took like maybe that one day that I would have had off because uh, Sunday, you know, is prepping for Darden. Friday is doing recruiting stuff. Saturday was my, my data science day. Uh, so that was that first year. Uh, your last year, you're, you're kind of split half and half. Uh, still with probably taking one extra class than you really would otherwise. Uh, but like right now, I'm taking you know, three data science classes. So I'm a little bit more in the weeds on, on more advanced AI algorithms and, and taking that data science uh, muscle to the next level, uh, while also maintaining, you know, the, the following the passions in, in the business world through, through electives in the second garden, which has been awesome. I, I don't feel like I've missed a lot, but it's definitely thrown a little bit more, you know, in the rucksack as we've gone through this process. We talk with students a lot um, about the importance of prioritization, you know, just what's important to you as you approach this. You, you can't do it all. I think even even folks who are not doing a dual degree at Darden, there's just more than you could ever possibly cram into a day. So figuring out what's important to you and going through that prioritization exercise, ideally before you start the program, um, but certainly early on when you get into it and kind of checking in with that as you progress. Lindsay, I want to I want to talk to you a little bit about what time has looked like for you, what your schedule has looked like for you as you try to help people understand the, the nature of, of the commitment of these dual degree programs. Yeah, absolutely. So like we said, the three classes I'm in the summer before Darden was that, you know, nice warm up and really being able to just focus on that education degree. Um, but then the education um, dual degree gives you the opportunity to then switch your focus totally to Darden. So for those first two quarters of core, um, just taking Darden classes, no education classes, which was um, really, really nice to be able to fully throw myself um, into learning all of that new material. Um, and then for Q3 and Q4, the second semester of the year, um, for first year, we do take one education class um, on top of the Darden courses, which is definitely um, a little bit more <laughs> to get used to, but it was nice that, you know, you'd already felt settled um, within your Darden curriculum. And so it was, wasn't as big of a jump. Um, and then now in second year, um, being able to take Darden electives, and then I take um, two education courses um, on top of the Darden electives each semester. Um, but I think it's, it's nice that they're at different paces. So the Darden works off of that quarter pace. So right now we're finishing up quarter one and also we'll start new classes um, in Q2 coming up after fall break where my education courses will continue through that whole semester. So even you know if I'm dealing with highs and lows of stress periods within the Darden classes, the education classes are usually at a, a different point of the, of the um, class. So it's been nice to balance that. Well, Jeff talked a little bit about his strategy for kind of managing the workload Saturday being his day, at least early on in his time, sort of juggling the dual degrees. Um, I'm curious, uh, what were, any strategies that you would want to reference for our listeners, anything that you found helpful? Yeah, I think definitely um, along with Jeff, it was definitely kind of dedicating some of that weekend time um, to the education course load, just because um, your Darden weeks are pretty busy. Um, so, you know, there were definitely some times where it was Thursday night when I would have rather been doing other things, <laughs> was finishing up that ad assignment. Um, but yeah, I think the best, best 
thing that I did was, yeah, utilizing that weekend time um, to knock it out. Marav, I'm curious about how you help people understand something like this, because obviously there's some complexity here. Um, you know, people are doing a lot. They're packing a lot in. And of course, you know, if people have been listening to our podcast for a while, likely heard us talk about clubs and organizations and sort of social element of business school recruiting. It's been mentioned here, not to mention the coursework. So you're stacking a lot of things. How do you, how do you help people kind of understand what this might look like um, for them as, as they embark upon a dual degree program? Yeah, again, going back to that, you know, encouraging of self-reflection, you know, what are your, some of your goals? What do you hope to accomplish? And can ultimately this dual degree process, regardless of program, help you with that? And then I really do encourage them to reach out to current students, to reach out, you know, to, to the clubs and organizations, to, to speak with the admission offices, both here at Darden, obviously myself, and then the counterpart program as well, to learn more about what that schedule is going to look like and how they're going to be able to navigate it and manage their time. Uh, and to listen to podcasts and webinars and read the blog and, and look at the resources out there that we've put uh, really, you know, encouraging them to read and do the research before they even apply to the program. Well, Rob, I'm going to hang with you for, for this next question, because uh, people listening may have picked up on this uh, when and Jeff was telling this story and, and Lindsay, uh, but you have to be admitted uh, to both Darden and the other program, correct? Yes, that's correct. So you can come to Darden or the other program in, in multiple ways, right? or rather apply. So you can apply through any one of Darden's processes, early actions, round one, two, or three, um, and then apply to the other program simultaneously. Or what a lot of folks do, and it depends again on your path, apply to Darden first. If you are offered admission, then choose to apply into the other program. Um, that way, if it doesn't work out with Darden, then you haven't spent time, energy, or money applying to the other program. Some folks do the reverse. So, for example, we have a lot of law students that will start off actually at the law school already and then apply to come over to do the Darden program and be dual degree JD MBA. So it could come in multiple ways. For example, also our medical students, they're third year medical students. So they've already gone through at least two years of med school before they even consider Darden. Um, so it could come through a number of different channels. I will say, though, um, especially for international students, if you're considering doing one of these two dual degrees because they start in the summer, highly encourage you to apply earlier rather than later. It's very challenging to process that visa if you're waiting to dart in for round three and then choosing to apply into these programs. So keep that in mind, especially for international students because they start in the summer. Thank you, Marav. A lot of a lot of ins and outs, what have you, uh, there, and uh, appreciate appreciate that overview. Uh, what I'm hearing pretty consistently is someone thinking about this path probably worth a conversation. Is that is that what you would encourage? Uh, reach out, uh, not just to you, but maybe to some to some of the students. Yeah, definitely reach out to me. Um, we do have a dual degree website that has a lot of really good content, a little bit about program structure, but it also features some webinars and blog posts. A way to schedule a chat with me. My calendar's open. I've got slots available throughout October. Uh, so if you just have a couple quick questions, uh, but also schedule that conversation with the other program as well to learn more. Um, you know, we don't always have a student in the program at the time. Currently, we have we have quite a bit of students. We have, I think, 20 that entered this past, um, actually 21. We just added another education student um, this past fall. So a great number. Um, but not in every program. So it's really good to reach out to both Darden and the counter program to learn more. Well, Lindsay, I want to come to you with this question. You know, one of the things that we always ask guests here on the podcast is advice for prospective students. And I, 
given the theme of today's conversation around dual degree, I want to kind of keep this a little bit narrower than just like generalized advice, but what advice would you have for someone either thinking about a dual degree or, or your particular program, or maybe even both, uh, if you feel, if you feel like you can go there? (laughs) Um, Well, I think, um, you know, for someone who's considering doing a dual degree um, with their Darden MBA, I think my advice would, you know, really think about, um, those two years and that this is an experience that you might not have again for a while, right? Um, you know, for a lot of us doing this MBA, then we'll enter into a career. When will we, we again be able to spend like two years just on ourselves building knowledge? And so I guess my advice would be really think about making that, you know, everything that you want it to be and throwing yourself into that. So, you know, for me, that dual degree was like a no brainer. If I could take those two years and learn even more and continue to build upon my passions, um, that was totally worth it. So yeah, I would just say really think about how you're going to mold those two years because it's really kind of a once in a lifetime experience. I feel like that resonates with a lot of the conversations we've had about this being kind of a last major educational experience people will have in, in their lives and you know, approaching it with that mentality, trying to get as much out of it. I mean, we've talked with a lot of guests who basically say, you know, whatever you put into this experience here at Darden, um, and I, I think this would also apply generally to anyone doing a dual degree here at Darden, you, you get out of it. So the, the more you put in, the, the more you, you get out. It sounds like that's been your experience too, Lindsay. Absolutely. Yeah. Do your classmates who are just in the education program ever ask you about how, you know, why an MBA, or do they see that as like maybe a slightly different choice than, than many people in the education field uh, typically make? Um, you know, it's really interesting in the MED program, a lot of the classmates um, are still teaching. And so they're doing that online asynchronous programming while they're still um, within the classroom. So it definitely is interesting. Um, Yeah, I think they see our path as definitely a different path away from the classroom. Um, But it's also really great to have both of those perspectives within our classrooms to be able to see really what's still going on within the classrooms right now. And especially a lot of our classes are focused on the innovation. So having that like real world um, part of um, perspective um, is great. And then we can take that to kind of think about how we mold that um, with more of the business minded aspect of things. It was just on my mind. I, I say this as a, as a child of an educator, something my mom taught for 40, 40 years. And so just, just kind of curious about what that conversation is like as you talk, as you share kind of this business perspective, obviously you're doing an MBA program in addition to the master's of education you've taught. Um, you're around people who are teaching. I can only imagine that's probably a very interesting conversation. So, yes. So Jeff, same kind of question for you about any particular advice you would give for someone who's thinking about a dual degree or, or maybe your specific dual degree? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I'll echo what Lindsay said. Uh, I think it's very, really important that you do a lot of self-reflection before you decide to do this. Uh, don't rush into a dual degree decision. Uh, if you haven't given yourself a couple months and a couple great conversations with prospective students, you're, you're probably going into this too blind. Uh, but that kind of leads me to, I think, the, the overarching advice I have, and, and that's Let's start early. Uh, give yourself as much time as possible to, to explore this. Uh, I think I was extremely grateful and, and appreciative to be able to get into to Darden early action, uh, which enabled me to kind of say, hey, this is this is a for sure thing. I'm going to Darden. But what else is out there? What other things do I need to do to, to develop myself? 
Uh, and I think that's where I got enough, you know, repetitions talking to dual, other dual degree data science people to really feel comfortable before diving into uh, this big of a commitment uh, for, for those last two years uh, of education, which Lindsay talked about. Marav, uh, you shared a lot of tips with, with the folks here on the, on the podcast, um, both, I would say, in this conversation. Also, we got a whole series of conversations about applying and what you should think about doing uh, when you approach your Jordan application. I think you joined us for at least the interview conversation, I think, if, if not yes. another, another one. So um, a, a repeat guest here, here on the podcast. Any advice uh, for people who are thinking about dual degree or just kind of Darden generally? Yeah, I would definitely say treat both application processes for Darden and for the other program equally, you know, devote the same, you know, amount of time and energy because they're completely separate and your admission to one program does not impact your decision on the other. Treat them both equally, you know, don't let one program be the, you know, for lack of a better word, side hustle, right? You want to dedicate your time to the Darden process, the interview, the energy, the effort, and then into the other program as well and show both programs why that program specifically is a right fit for you. Obviously, you can certainly talk about the two intertwined and how moving forward in your career both will help you. Uh, but during the application processes, just make sure that you place an emphasis on why the value of that degree um, is important to you. All right. Well, to our guests, thank you so much for coming on, sharing your stories, all, all your great advice. Uh, for our listeners. Um, best of luck uh, as you close out uh, this quarter uh, to Jeff and Lindsay and Marav. Um, thank you as always for, for sharing your, your time and your expertise uh, with, with our prospective students. It's great having you all here on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And that was my conversation all about dual degrees with Marav Fraser, Lindsay Burke, and Jeff Hansen. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Until next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.